Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Gigi Tetas podcast. My name is Stacy. I am a Gigi Teta, and this is my podcast. In today's episode, I sat down with my good friend and training partner, Kia, and we discussed her journey and how she ended up getting to this point. She trains a lot for her job. She actually has a very active, sort of physically demanding job. And she does talk about how jujitsu has helped her with that. She also talks about mindset and why she decided to come back to compete and struggles and lessons and lots of really good words of advice. And without further ado, here is Kia. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I am sitting here with my friend and training partner, Kia. (laughs) Would you like to introduce yourself to the podcast audience? Hi, I'm Kia. I have been training in BJJ for a while, and it's been a little bit off and on because of work, but I am very happy to be back and training as consistently as I possibly can while I have the time and it's helping me like set a good schedule for the future and yeah. Yeah. Making it more of a lifestyle than Definitely. a hop in and out. So Yeah, what belt are you? Oh yeah, I'm a purple belt. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting. I'm just like I love training and Yeah. That's pretty much how Well, because you've been training for several years now. Yeah. 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 Do you happen to know how many? No, I have no idea. <laughs> and I think it's because like I came in and I started training nonstop and then I moved and then I went to work and then I moved around like training for specifically work so it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to kind of pin down but it's definitely yeah. been a while so cool. years yeah plural yes years. years yep yeah for sure you and I are both adults like we're not those 20 something year old kids mm-hmm. who are you know whatever so for for people like us work a lot of times is a priority because like mm-hmm. we got to we gotta live. Yeah, we have know. to pay for this. We have to, we have, exactly. We have to. We have to pay tuition. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I, in my own way, understand exactly what it's like to kind of like take a little bit of a hiatus, or like you mm-hmm. work it in your way, and you know, not really in the way, but kind of because a lot of times, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I'd rather be training right now. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, I train for work, so I have to do very specific training for that, and Mm -hmm. while this has been very helpful in helping me learn how to move and how to fall, like, I have to also kind of make sure I'm balancing that out because I only have one body, Yeah. and I don't have endless amounts of energy if I don't, like, rest, you know, after working, and our, you know, our days can be anywhere from, like, maybe four hours, but most of the time it's like 14, 12, 16 hours. And then, you know, you go back the next day and you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it depends on the project. But, it's exhausting. Yeah. But so. like your, your job is very physically intense I, at times. It, it really, really can be. Yeah. And the training for that is obviously more intense than sometimes the actual job, but mm-hmm. you have to be ready and yeah, it's, it's more about balance right now yeah. than it is about anything. So yeah. Definitely. Isn't that kind of like how competitions go? Like a lot of times the training's more intense than your actual competition, sort of? Like, like yes. for jiu-jitsu, yes. I mean. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. I feel like life in general. <laughs> yes, <laughs> jiu-jitsu, um, like work training, and yeah, like yeah. they definitely train us harder, and when we get there, we're like, oh, okay, <laughs> I can do this, which is good, because you need yeah. to be safe, or yeah, you definitely. need to like try to win, or, so same concept. Yeah. 
So how did you get into jujitsu in the first place? Um, I, well, funnily, I was actually on the set of The Mob Doctor, and this is dating myself, and I had met one of my high school friends who I hadn't seen in a really long time, and he was like, I've been doing this training, and I was like, I wanted to do martial arts forever because I had a couple of, like, not-so-great altercations, you know, in the past, and I was like, I want to be able to defend myself if that should ever come up again. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, since your situation involved you, like, have, being pushed to the ground or whatever, like, you want try jiu-jitsu, or mm-hmm. you can try, like, taekwondo or whatever. And he was like, but I train at this place. And it, it happened to be Gracie Ba and Donner's Grove. Mm-hmm. And I went, and I was like avoiding it for a really long time and then finally like I think it was like a Saturday night or something I was like I'm just gonna call <laughs> like, so I called and set up um, an intro class and then I went in and I met my professor and um, his wife and we did like an intro class and I think I screamed oh, like, no, during the session because I wasn't expecting it like I wasn't even heard it just like I think when you have the background that I did, I, I feel like sometimes when you train, you're putting yourself in those same situations uh, that yes. bring up things, and you're like, you just scream, or at least I used to. Now I yeah. just kind of look angry, but <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I did that first class, and then I, I kept going, and I really enjoyed it, and we had really good coaches, and any question I asked, like, they were just willing to, like, I do it again, you know, and mm-hmm. keep doing it, and so I came probably like two or three times a week. And then I ended up competing after like a a minute. And that was really fun. I was not expecting anything. And like I walked in with like a a coffee from Starbucks. They're like, what are you doing? And I was like, what? I was thirsty. They're like, put that down. You can't have that. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So so yeah, like I ended up competing and that was, it was really fun. And I trained as much as I could. And then I had to move, and um, things started picking up career-wise, and you know how that goes. You have to put more time into training and networking and showing up, and those were very long hours. And I don't think I got much sleep for, like, a good year, like, helping produce films and stuff like that. So everybody always wanted something. Everybody always needed something. So that kind of, like, is kind of my journey. And then I moved away for a bit and then I went to do a film and they came back and I was like there is nothing on the horizon because of the pandemic and then I booked something else and I was like well I guess I am leaving again Mm. so the second I got downtime I went and talked to one of my bosses and he was just like no do what makes you happy and I trained with him and like one of my coworkers out in New Mexico and like that kind of re-sparked you know, the stuff Mm -hmm. that I needed. And I came back and I started training again here. And then finally, like, I just asked to join the competition team for multiple reasons. Um, But one was because I wanted to compete again. And two was because I wanted to train at, like, the highest level possible Mm -hmm. and to get consistent in that. And that's what I've been doing. And um, I had my first competition last month, and I learned a lot about, you know, my weaknesses and what I need to change and you know, it's, it's been really good. Um, so I'm enjoying it. It's, it's nice. It's also different because there's a, 
a group of different people, and I think the competitors are like a lot tougher than I remember. And maybe mm-hmm. it's just because I'm older. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't know, and I haven't been like, training at that are level. Like yeah, but they're also just good. They are they're good, good, and they yeah. train all the time. And I think that that's a testament to you know like my professor and like the coaches and them like really wanting it and I think that that's inspiring to be around so it is I don't age doesn't really matter to me in that respect I just respect like what they're doing and how they're doing it and it's nice to be around people that keep me inspired instead of having to be the one that's always inspiring people and taking care of people and like being like the mom yeah. So I, I like yeah. that change. Well, I mean, we all need people like that. Like yeah. even, you know, even your leaders need somebody to lean on, mm. you know? So like you being the kind of like the mom of the group or like you being the the front runner person who's inspiring everybody behind you, like you still need somebody to look to, to be like, okay, how, yeah. how you know? Yeah. And I, I just find that to be so nice because like it makes it easier because I'm coming in like and trying to refresh everything so it's just it's a nice spot to be in and I don't think that people really understand how much I appreciate that and I'll never tell them except for now (laughs) (laughs) I'm Uh, definitely leaving that in uh, they're gonna hear it they're gonna know (laughs) yeah I just secrets out yeah but I don't know it's kind of like it's the next chapter and it's it's nice so yeah So you've been training for multiple years Mm -hmm. in different capacities. Mm -hmm. What would you say are some of the things that jujitsu has taught you through the years? I think it's taught me to persevere and like fight through whatever it is that you're going through. And I see that now, you know, even like career wise, like it's just coming in and just, you know, sometimes you just have to come in and be quiet and put your head down and you're not going to have everything perfect right away. But if you keep going, you're going to learn it and you're going to pick it up. And I found that to be true everywhere, mm-hmm. every single place. Um, and also something that is magical that always happens is like, n- doesn't matter what group I go into. Um, if I'm on the mats, there's always like a place for you. Yeah. And that is very interesting. Even after I've come back, you know, from working and stuff, it's just very nice to see that. And I don't know. It's a good. Yeah. It's a good yeah. thing. There's always a spot for you. And as long as you, like, put the work in. So. Yeah, definitely. And I love that you're talking about how jujitsu teaches you kind of lessons about life in general, like how mm-hmm. it can be apl- applied to life in general. So far, every single person I've talked to for the episodes that have been released and the ones mm-hmm. that haven't been released yet, they've all said something similar to that. Yeah, because it's true. It is true. It's really true, and I I just appreciate it. So Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that kind of brings us all together, too, is we all find that when we start, and then we kind of latch onto it, and, like, this is, this is, mm-hmm. this is it, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know a single person in my acquaintance who started jiu-jitsu and ever regretted it. Yeah. You know? I don't either. It's been a really good time, and it's been a very tough time, I think, too, Mm -hmm. at the same time. So I'm just glad I'm here. And I'm glad I have, like, the awareness to, like, stick with the same professor because there is no replacement for somebody who has seen you through everything. And they know, like, when something's up. They know when to, like, put pressure on, and they know when to, like encourage the growth 
and that is something that is not replaceable. It's just not. So that's another thing that I've learned, and I also want to be that person for other people eventually. Yeah. No, <laughs> so. I, I, I absolutely agree with you. There's, there's a huge value in having that community of people who know you, mm-hmm. people who've seen you grow, people who can see your potential mm-hmm. and nurture that in you, and that's, that's a really valuable thing to have. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because I'm like, yep. <laughs> yep. Little, little fist, shoulder, yeah, the, the, the elbow. You know, <laughs> yep. Uh, Sometimes I do wish I was, like, videoing these things. Oh, no, no. So that, you know, <laughs> yes. I don't know Nobody how to describe needs to this. See this. It's, it's the right angle elbow yeah. arm, and you just, yup. Yeah. It's like the ice cream scoop. Bloop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're cut. <laughs> oh, man. This is fun. You know what? Honestly, hilarious. I might actually leave a majority of this stuff in. <laughs> okay, anyway. So we've talked about things Jujitsu has taught you. And I know you mentioned that you were struggling with various things, but let's let's kind of talk about for jujitsu specifically. What kind of struggles in jujitsu have you overcome through the years? What do you the entire thing? <laughs> we're still working on it. Like I don't even know what the, how do I answer that. Every it's like you learn something and then you're at that next level and then like there's something else you're like oh how do I get out of that oh how do I get out of that oh how did this happen <laughs> like which mistake did I make this time and uh, where do I go to fix it and how do I become better at this thing I mean it's literally the entire game for me there's nothing that hasn't been a struggle except for instantly going into guard in the guillotine for whatever reason that's like a natural go-to that's easy everything else has been like what did you say can you show it to me four more times okay eventually I'll get this in six months that's kind of how it goes and I I I guess I shouldn't say the whole thing is a struggle it's more like a learning curve but yeah it's it's everything it's like we're always learning something new and you're always adding to the foundation that you learned so the whole thing, I guess, okay. but not in a bad way. It's yeah. just in a yeah. It's, this is it's, new. Yeah. How can I add it in? Well, hearing you describe it just now, it sounds more instead of like a struggle. It sounds more like a puzzle. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. Like you know, you you find it's like you found a new piece in the bottom of the box. Like oh, where does mm-hmm. this go? You know, kind of a thing. It's like you're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Have you ever been so frustrated or felt so defeated that you wanted to quit? Um, to quit? No. Frustrated? Yes. Mm -hmm. There has been a lot of that, but that doesn't make me want to quit. I'm more of like, more of a fight Mm -hmm. than like a flight. Mm -hmm. Like I used Mm -hmm. to have that when I was little and now that just doesn't exist anymore. So if there's something that I don't get, I'm just going to be frustrated until I get it. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry I look cranky. I'm sorry I look angry. I'm sorry that I'm frustrated, but I need to get this, and I won't stop until I get it. I'm either going to pass out, die, or get out of it, and I choose the latter. So, like, yeah, there's been a lot that's been frustrating lately because, like, I came back into the competition team, and... Like I said, everybody is at a higher level, and it doesn't matter that I was training 
you know, the other martial arts or whatever, like, mm -hmm. that's fine. But if you don't do this consistently, like, you'll kind of lose it. And that's been frustrating because mm -hmm. that's nobody's fault. But I'm yeah. still mad. <laughs> still angry. Oh, <laughs> like me asking my coaches, "What do you eat for breakfast?" I need it. <laughs> like, I'm sure they're like, "What is wrong with this girl?" Coach Vincent his like mushroom yes. coffee stuff. Oh, I didn't know. He didn't tell me about the mushroom coffee. He told me about the oatmeal, and I ate it. And the next morning, I was like, "Okay, what else?" <laughs> well, he just he like want to be like, "What else do you eat for breakfast?" Well, I don't know if he's still on this, but like for a long time, he was on this kick where he was doing this like mushroom powder that was supposed to be like better than coffee for no, like I heard the about stuff that. and I'm just like okay no I, I keep hearing about it there okay total tangent there's yeah, this right. one a lovely scientist girl she is the sweetest person on the planet and she was like oh I got my PhD in studying mushrooms and chemical compounds and I was like girl what and so <laughs> she went into detail about mushrooms and then there were pictures of her foraging with this group and like how all the benefits of like the mushrooms and which ones work best and then I saw the powder come out for the mm -hmm. coffee and I was like I think of her all the time and she is still doing it but she talks about it all the time and like I'm amazed, so I don't, I don't question. Is he still drinking it? I need to. I honestly what it don't is. know. Okay. I, I mean, I know he was drinking it for a while, like in the spring. Okay. But like, oh yeah. By the way, at the time of recording this, this is like late June, twenty twenty three. So I don't know if he's still doing it, but like he was doing it for a while. Nice. He would like bring it to the morning classes, and then I'd see him with it, and I'd be like, "What's that?" And be yeah. like, "It's the mushrooms." I was like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. So yeah. No, I hear very good things. And if she's a scientist and she's got her PhD and she's traveling all over to do this, I, I trust yeah. her and I trust him, obviously. Yeah. But that's really cool. I was calling it his magic powder. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Coach Vince, did you have more magic uh, powder this morning? That probably does not sound good to people that don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, it was like an, it's like an inside joke for like that particular yeah. like morning group yeah. because like you know he would it's like yeah. nine o'clock in the morning he's like you know anyway so it'd be like so coach Vince is that more magic powder <laughs> yeah that that young person cracks me up <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh my gosh okay sorry no that's a funny they're what? so funny I know I enjoy I enjoy the people yeah Okay, let's let's circle this back around to you. Uh, this is your story. <laughs> <laughs> this is your story. Let's circle this back around to you uh -huh. in particular. You mentioned competing. Mm -hmm. Can you describe sort of your kind of process of coming back to competing? Like what sort of drove you to want to compete after a hiatus? I, well, I know we're circling back around to me, but this is all about community. Mm. Uh, one of my training partners well who's now a professor and has his own school like he went and competed and I was like oh look he's competing then I should compete and that was like six months before I competed because it takes me forever <laughs> um so I was like oh I really want to do it I'm not sure if I'm even in like shape for it mm -hmm. and so I talked to uh, my professor multiple times about it and then like Something unfortunate happened in my family where somebody passed, like, very young. And I was oh, like, no. if I don't do this now, like, what happens if 
I don't get another chance because I've been procrastinating. You know what I mean? What happens when you don't do the things that you want to do and you're not living your life? Like time just starts to pass you by. So that was kind of like my impetus to just jump back in and go for it. And then also um, a couple of other things happened with family where I was just like, I don't want to be in that situation I don't want to be in that situation. I want to do the things that make me happy and that feed my soul. And this is one of those things. And I really should just be training. And if I join the competition team, I know that like I'll be able to a compete and b get the level of training I need. And I'll be able to be consistent because I have a whole group of people around who are that's like what they do. And I don't remember what video I was watching, but they were saying, you know, the people that you surround yourself are the driving force for helping you, like, stay motivated. Mm -hmm. And when motivation ends, like, discipline happens, but, like, I still need those people around me. Yeah. Um, Because it's been a rough time. It's been very stressful. There are lots of things happening in the industry that are not great, Mm -hmm. and... I feel like everybody around me has been stressed out because of that. So this is like my happy place and this is like my release. And I feel myself growing every time I get on the mats, but in specifically on the mats for competition training. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of decided to compete again. Like I instinctively knew it, mm-hmm. but like when you're you're doing it, you're like, oh yeah, okay. Why, why did I take six months? Yeah. So I'm just going to not beat myself up for the six months <laughs> and I'm just going to go forward And do the best I can. Yeah. And, like, looking at all of the ways that I've trained and all the stuff that I've learned, like, it's really helped me just to be, like, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, just take a step back. Do what you need to do. You know, figure things out. Get stable. And then you can, like, move forward. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, the whole thing. But, yeah. Well, and I think, like, there's a reason that that we always say, and a professor, Carlos, has talked about this all all the time. Mm -hmm. He's like, jujitsu changes lives. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I think that's a common thread that I've seen in um, not just the people that we train with, but also like everybody who's sat for an interview so far. Yeah, including yourself. You know, we've all sort of in different like side tangent ways. We've all sort of kind of come under the umbrella of mm-hmm. like my life has been changed because of this. Yeah, for the better. Yeah, you know, and yeah, we've yeah, all yeah. agreed. It's like yeah, mine has too. Like for various ways, maybe it's like literal self-protection oh yeah definitely you know, um mental and emotional protection yep. or learning how to be more confident and like stand up for myself mm-hmm. or or you know just it, i don't know just being happier in general like mm-hmm. it's it's changed everybody yeah all of our lives you know and i like it <laughs> <laughs> me too yeah. me too just like do this elbow thing so i know i just, just like do... that's... <laughs> i should put like a gif or whatever i think i watched too many like black and white films <laughs> you're like gee golly <laughs> golly gee willikers right oh wow oh my gosh <laughs> yep i need to be cut off of like ice cream no, i'm just kidding i haven't had any ice cream today yet i love ice cream i do in summertime yeah so let's wrap this up what advice would you give to somebody who's maybe contemplating training but still hasn't committed yet or maybe might be a little bit scared or nervous to do it? That's a really good question mm-hmm. because, again, like, I'll just show up and then I'll keep going. But if you're nervous, I think one second at a time and then one minute at a time and then one hour at a time and then one day at a time 
just make a decision and make a choice like every second and then once you make those decisions like keep building on that until like you're on the mats or you're in that program that you want to be or you're you know you've talked to the person that you needed to talk to to get where you need to go and then keep going and if you make a mistake or it doesn't feel right give it at least three to six months (laughs) and see where you are if you don't quit and if you don't give up it doesn't have to be perfect but you do need to keep going and I think that's what's important like it's not going to be perfect at first so just do it anyway and then if you need to talk to me about it like find me and I will yell at you I'm just kidding I won't yell at you you, but I will definitely encourage you to keep going because you know it's rough in these streets. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Kia, where can they find you on um, social media? It's just best to email me. <laughs> okay. Because it, you can find me on social media. You can find me, like, under Kia Mia on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. But, like, email me. Okay. And then you can email me at, like, um, kia.houston at gmail and, like, I usually get back to people within 48 hours. I try. Oh, great. Um, I, that's a good way to get in touch. But yeah. Awesome. Thank cool. you so much, Kia. Did it's I answer been, all of your questions? You did. You did. And this has been a fun time. I appreciate you being here. Yay. Okay. I really hope you guys had as much fun listening to that conversation as I had having that conversation. So if you want to get in touch with Kia, I will have all of her socials linked in the description box below. And before we go, I want to say another huge thank you to my Patreon supporter, Anne Foster. She is the host of Vulgar History Podcast, which is a feminist women's history comedy podcast. And I've been listening to it for years now, and I love it. So if Vulgar History it sounds like your cup of tea, then go on over there and check her out. I also have her info linked in the description box below as well. Oh, and speaking of Patreon, so I've been pretty creative lately, I think, with what I have going on over on Patreon. I've already got one kind of exclusive Patreon series, which is the um, Ron Unedited series that I have for Purple Belts and Up, and that's basically where I do interviews, obviously, but I do these interviews well in advance for the time that they go out. Like, for example, the one you just heard, Kia and I were at, like, the end of June or somewhere in the June of this year, and it's now the end of October. So, <laughs> so anyway, so the Ron, Ron Unedited series is where I will post the full entire interview with no edits, no cuts, so you guys can hear the, the whole entire thing from start to end months before it goes live. So that's for Purple Belts and Up on Patreon. Now, I was just like, okay, I need something else. What can I do? What do I have to offer? So what I have decided to do is I've actually got two new Patreon series, like exclusive series that are going up. One is a mental health chat for Blue Belts and Up. And that's basically where I'm going to put, you know, chats about mental health and jujitsu, mental health and sports, mental health and life and and just stuff like that. And um, sometimes I'll use clips from interviews that I do. And sometimes I'll just kind of talk. And so we'll have a nice little discussion that way. And then the third one that I'm going to do is 
kind of, it's like a spilling the tea type of thing. And that's going to be available to um, everybody from white belt to black belt. And that's basically going to be where I <laughs> tell stories about my time working in hospitality. So if you listened to my very first episode, the very first one I ever did, which is My Path to Jiu-Jitsu, season one, episode one, that's where I talk about the in- kind of inciting incident for what made me start to do Jiu-Jitsu in the first place. And at the time, I was working in a hotel. So I have lots and lots of stories from that time. So that is something I'm going to share over on Patreon. Other than that, thank you so much for all of your support. All of the messages I've received from everybody and telling me in person and over the phone, just your feedback on everything. I just, I absolutely adore it. Thank you so much. I love hearing from you. And also guys, if you really want to help support the podcast, honestly, listening, sharing, rating, and reviewing, that really does that really does help and it actually gets the podcast to be picked up more often by the algorithms for real like it's it's all an algorithm out there so all of your interactions with all of my posts with all of the episodes sharing it like spotify apple Podcasts, everything like that that really does help so thank you so much if you're here listening thank you so much and i will see you in the next one bye Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to connect with me while you wait for the next podcast episode, find me on Instagram at Jujiteras Podcast and at Jujitera. I'm also on Facebook at Jujiteras Podcast. You could also email me at Jujiterraspodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to support me in this podcast, you can visit me on Patreon at Jujiteras Podcast, where you get early ad-free access to all episodes plus some bonus content. You could also find me on buymeacoffee.com at Jujiteras Pod. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to rate and review. See you next time.